Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. spiritual happy hour without drinking. <laughs> Marianne Williamson is here, 2020 presidential candidate and all-around goddess. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Stephanie. This is, look at how soft-spoken you are. Have you ever sworn in your entire life? Oh, yes, Stephanie. I actually have a yeah. bit of a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A! A woman after my own heart. Yeah, we were telling you this is the point of the happy hour, because this is, if you want to, if you like to, you know... Uh, drink and talk shit about Donald Trump. This is the podcast for you. I don't. I see. I don't picture you like that. I picture you so spiritual. But you like you're a little loading dock sometimes. Well, there is one word that you there just yeah. isn't a substitute for it. The F word. Oh, yeah. the F word. Yeah. yeah. Why are you saying F word? It's well, the happy hour. Because I'm sitting next to Marianne Williamson. <laughs> I feel like I should behave. <laughs> you use it when it's appropriate. That's not for happy hour. We're taping this in the morning, so we are not partaking. Of anything? Do you do you drink or do? Yeah. Oh, you do. Okay, you, I'm a wine lover. A little wine lover, mm-hmm. like girl after your own heart. Girl after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Have I also mentioned that you're smoking hot? I assume you're straight, but I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm doing an exploratory committee. <laughs> Very what? funny. Thank you. No, not fluid. Just oh, a, Stephanie. What? Stephanie. Am I starting too politics. soon? Okay, she, we're gonna get back to politics. She's a presidential candidate. She's a human being. She has needs. Oh my God. Okay. These are your needs that you're talking about. All right. No, I don't, because, you know, but you do, you talk so much about love, and you've got, you know, obviously you've got so many bestsellers. I've heard you talk to Oprah about it, about you obviously do whole seminars in romantic love. What, help me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a single childless loser that works in my basement. How do, how do I return to love, Marianne? I think you're doing just fine. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm most sincerely not. <laughs> but you, no, I, do you mind me asking? I know no. you have a daughter we talked oh, about. Yeah, right. you, uh, you're divorced. Well, but that was a long time years ago. Years before, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, are you dating? Or are you how do you, how do you are you able to use what you teach in your your own life? Well, I think that's the area where it's harder than any other. Yeah. I, mean, I think we all have. You know, some people find it harder to apply these things in work. Some people yeah. have harder to apply these things um, in love. You know, we all have the areas where we sort of can can yeah 
I'm and, bad and, at everything. Yeah, okay. and, th- and that that is an area where I think it's been my greatest challenge, like many yeah. people that I know. Yeah. To no, practice me, what I preach. Yeah. No, well, me too, because I think it's, it's, you know, with career or a lot of things, you can focus and work hard and <laughs> try to do this and this. But I think you're right. With love, it's hard. You can't like, will it to happen, right? It is truly a mystery, and you can't control it. You can't order it from a catalog, and you can't, right. you know, you, you're, you, you can't drive it with your will. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, yeah. It, uh, falling in love, you're right. It's probably why it's so wonderful, because it's one of the mysteries right of the universe and also why it's so painful at times because yeah. you're you're powerless before it yeah how it unfolds yeah so let's talk about uh i, I was saying i had forgotten you have like a 16 zillion different uh bestseller best-selling books um but you were born in houston texas because i yeah. didn't know a lot about your whole background i just mm-hmm. assumed you were you were born a guru <laughs> you were born on the set of oprah i came out of zeus's forehead right. <laughs> um Okay, uh, dropped out of college junior year, moved to New York City to, to be a cabaret singer. No, so life not, was I, a cabaret? No, no? no that's not. I, I, I sang the way Bill Clinton played the saxophone. Oh, okay. So All it right. was never... So life was not I a was cabaret. always better at the in-between song patter than I oh. was at the song. So I took a hint from that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm going to just do the patter. <laughs> yeah, worked out, actually. You're the only singer. People are like, shut up, talk again. Stop singing. <laughs> that's exactly, that's pretty much... <laughs> oh, What's no. the shut up and sing? The shut up and talk. Yeah, stop singing. <laughs> um, there are hilarious. singers. Sometimes you wish they'd stop talking. Yeah, yeah that is true. So for people that, because it's been a while for me. So in '83, you moved to LA. You began lecturing on a course in miracles. Tell us what that is again, because it's been so long since I read it, and I well, a yeah. course in miracles is just a set of books. It's yeah, not a religion. There's no dogma. There's no right. doctrine. It's a self-study program of spiritual psychotherapy. Right. It's it's the practice. It's a mental psychological training. Right. In forgiveness, it's right. a psychological training in in releasing fear and accepting love into our lives. And once right. you realize that thought is the level of cause, and all of our experiences in life are the level of effect, right. you know that where you put your thoughts is a big deal. Yeah. So a miracle is a shift in perception from fear to love. Uh-huh. It's just like you exercise, you know, your exercise equipment out there. Right. Spiritual exercise is, is honing your attitudinal muscles. Help me. How do I do, how do, I do that? <laughs> Help us, Marianne. <laughs> well, anytime. I mean, because if you just, let's just say I assume that I'm going to die alone and be eaten by my dogs. <laughs> how do I banish this, what, thought? Because and, and, somebody said that to me. They're like, oh, no, no, you can manifest it. You can manifest love. I'm like, Really? Well, yeah, I don't. And then the other annoying thing people say is, oh, it only happens when you're not looking for it. It only happens when you don't want it. And I'm like, well, then the universe is, is an asshole. I'm just saying. Do you know what I mean? Do you? Do you, do you so much negativity, Stephanie. See, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm putting Love myself on display. Love brings up everything unlike itself. Yeah. I know I'm asking how you, over, how you overcome negativity to manifest. You become... You become conscious and aware of what your thoughts are. And the most powerful way to do that is through meditation, through prayer. Uh-huh. That's why, you know, if you wake up in the morning, you take a shower, you take a bath, you don't want yesterday's you know, dirt on your body. Right. But if you don't meditate or pray or do some kind of reflection, deep pause, mindfulness, uh, uh, Pascal, said, Blaise Pascal said, all of the problems of the world right. stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Right. So if you don't set your consciousness in the morning right. aligned with love, then you're taking yesterday's stress with you right. into the day. And in this world today, you're not just carrying your stress, you're carrying the stress of everybody right. 
because of Trump, everybody around the world. Yeah. And so then you're at the effect of the fear-based consciousness right. that dominates the world. So the spiritual path, the journey to enlightenment is a, is a conscious repudiation right. of that thought system and acceptance of a different way of looking at the world. But how do we do it when you have all the Trump stress on, on top of your regular stress? <laughs> and well, let's just say it's your job to work in your basement talking about Trump three well, hours every again, day. No, no. If you, if you, you obviously take the time to use that exercise equipment out yeah. there. It's, well, it's but I have the cable news on to see what else that asshole did. Well, but I'm t- saying that you can take, similarly take the time for the kind of, of reflection and, and yeah. meditation that will change things. Yeah. See, the issue with you is that your pain is so charming. Thank you. Your, your pain. You. See, that, that, see, my pain is not charming. Your pain. Oh, I disagree. <clears throat> Although I feel like I'm doing the heavy lifting with the swearing here. If you don't mind helping me out a little. Hold on. When, when uh, someone like you, your the stuff that causes you pain, is a persona that's so fun and attractive and entertaining that it would take somebody who kind of has eyes to see to realize, yeah. wow, there has to be a lot of pain behind that. Whereas my pain comes out as you know, snarky or. You know, yeah. barking or something like that. And then anybody would go, just stop it, Marianne. Yeah. Too many times with you, Stephanie, it's kind of, oh, give me more because it's so fun. You know well, what? It's kind of like it's kind of like how we all look back at um, Winehouse. What was her? Amy, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Oh, and thank you for comparing guilty. me to Amy Winehouse. No, 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 no. But my point I'm is not going we, to rehab we it, but all you're right. feel a little guilty because we really loved that song yeah. and weren't noticing, well, actually, there's something really It was really a cry sad. for help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I remember John uh, Fugel saying suggested I play that before I would go on at Sexy Liberal. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Or not because she died. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of yeah. comedians come from a place of pain and make it charming. And, and it allows everyone else to kind of laugh at their own pain. That's why there's so many Jewish comedians. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, 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 I was raised that. Catholic. Yeah. Jews are born with guilt. Well, we, Catholics not, go to school to learn it. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. you particularly, but I am saying that when you have historical experience yeah mm-hmm. well no people do say that all the time right you're the only thing keeping me sane and i have such i'm so lightly tethered marianne to my own sanity but i do think that's my service is that people look at me and go wow things are bad but that is a hot mess and they feel better no, you know I, comparatively well about because their own you're life. naming it accurately yes uh, at least in my opinion yes. you're naming it accurately yes and you are and you are giving hope i see you as a positive force Stephanie. Thank, i think oh. most of us do yeah how dare you marianne that is no it's true thank you i mean I, that tweet that that uh, we got yesterday saying that um you know you were, you were angry but your ability to deal with it made everyone else I have a nervous breakdown for 3 hours every morning able to let's deal with just it. call it what it is well i mean but i get a little it helps other you people you know what oh. this country it's a series of mini strokes this country is like a, a an alcoholic family yeah and the kids are just going nuts because nobody's just saying what's really true. Mm-hmm. You're saying what's true. That's how I see my candidacy. Can somebody just fiercely name what's actually happening in this there you country? Go. Yeah. And I and I feel that way about some of the other candidates in, in, in my race. I'm not saying anything they don't know. Right. But they're not saying it. Right. We have a political establishment that is not naming what's actually yeah. happening. Once you name what's happening, then you can do something about it. You know, I was reading that you are about to cross the threshold, right, for getting onto the debate stage. Well, I hope so. I need everyone who wants me to be on the DNC debate stage yeah. to please give at least $1, even $1. I need 65,000 individual contributors right. to be able to be on the DNC debate stage. Because I, I will say, I mean, the leg up is you speak for a living. I, I mean, do. again, not much of a singer, but, you know, <laughs> your pattern well, actually, is... 
Well, I won't sing here, but... Oh, oh please. <coughs> no, I won't. But you take a shower with me sometime, and you might be surprised. Please, we, I, I have coyotes. <laughs> we have coyotes near here, and I'm sure they won't be triggered by it. Go ahead. No, yeah. not going to happen. No. Fine. Okay. All right. Um, the, um, one of your other uh, New York Times bestsellers, it's interesting, A Woman's Worth. Um, Illuminata. Yeah, because this is also, you know, we're not post-Me Too, but I think it's, look at this blue wave we just had, was largely female. Yes. Look at this, starting with the Women's March. So yes, now we need a woman president. That's why you're like, oh, this is my specialty. And you said, I want to be a cheerleader for women who've never been considered running for office or being involved in the campaign, but who in the quietness of their hearts might think, why not me? Well, I, I, that was, I suppose, a quote from when I was producing the Sister Giant conferences. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I love this fierce, young Congress that we have, these women, right? These, uh, uh, you know, AOC and... and uh, I just, I love that it was just such a sort of multicolored, multi-ethnic female wave. That, that I, And I do like also that, you know, when you talk a lot, I mean, that's, people remember you as from Oprah, and just there's a lot of talk about women's stuff and sisterhood. And I love that they kind of, so far, they got, they really have each other's backs, too, you know? Very much And that's so. important because... <clears throat> and I think they've lifted up Nancy Pelosi. It's really interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's been an interesting She's mentoring... She's, yeah, AOC has been, you know, had her clearly. back a couple times, and yeah. then, you know, Nancy Pelosi has def- just defended Representative Omar, and I, I, I... That's something, the factor that like, we have to talk about that... And again, I just think it's not fair... Nobody has ever been, in my opinion, rat-fucked the way Hillary Clinton was in the 2016 election. The only person that that election was rigged against was Hillary Clinton. But we didn't have her back. The, the, you know, obviously there was a lot of talk about the women's vote, right? And that's, that's one thing we have to change, and that gives me hope. The backlash, I think the women's march in this Congress was kind of a backlash to not just the way Hillary well, was I treated, but that, the way a lot of women have I think been there treated. was a delayed the reaction. The way Donald Trump has treated women. I think there was a delayed reaction to the misogyny that was central to the Trump campaign against Hillary. Right. Mm-hmm. You clearly were on that from the beginning, but I think a lot of women... And I don't even mean women who voted for Trump. I mean many of the women who didn't just didn't vote or voted right. uh, for Jill Stein only realized later how their own subconscious misogyny had played into their lack of support for Hillary. Yeah. Um, you've talked a lot about, uh, you know, what, you know, a lot of it is funny. I, I love that the positions have moved to Medicare for all, $15 minimum wage. I mean, that's <laughs> become more, um, your views become more mainstream, really, in the Democratic Party. Um, obviously, a lifelong anti-war act- activist. Um, slavery reparations is something that obviously was controversial, but you've always talked about you're known for leading public apologies for slavery. I remember the right wing freaking out over that, and I thought, what is wrong with, what does it cost you to say I'm sorry? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. for, for, you know, one of the darkest stains ever on American history, right? I wrote a book called Healing of America, Healing the Soul of America, that came out in 1997, and I uh, talked about uh, reparations for slavery there. I think if 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 you take $1,000 from me, I'd like your apology, but I'd also right. like my money back. Right. So the idea of economic restitution right. after two and a half centuries of slavery and another 100 years of institutionalized violence against blacks after that, that created an economic gap which has never been closed, and that's not just because of them. Yeah. It's because of the systemic um, uh, dynamics of racism that have kept uh, a whole group of people who are in, uh, uh, people who experience centuries of historical trauma yeah. in a, in a, trapped in a subpar economic strata. You said something else interesting and hopeful, as usual, as per Marion Williamson. You said, I don't believe the average American is racist. I don't. I mean... I- 
boy, Donald Trump seems to, <coughs> seems to have unleashed he, a lot of outright it's racism. Not the av- he does not represent, however, the average yeah. racist. I mean, the average American. He does <laughs> oh, represent yes, he the does. average racist. Yes. He does not represent the average American, I mean. Yeah. And I think that the average American is woefully undereducated about the history of race in the United States, particularly it's, since the Civil War. That's what I find in talking to people, even in the whitest states in America, who end up applauding when I talk about yeah. uh, reparations. A lot of people simply don't know all the things that happened at the end of the Civil War until the 1960s and even since. I think we just had such whiplash because of electing Obama and how hopeful and positive we all were, and then this whiplash into this horrible racist, you know, who was elected primarily, I think, on racism. I mean, I think that economic anxiety is bullshit. I love the, the, you know, two people in hoods going, does this hood make me look economically anxious? <laughs> I mean, some of it was outright racism, the people that voted for him, don't you yes, think? Yes, but what about those tens of millions of people living in very genuine economic despair? Right. Uh, I, I, you but think, he makes you them blame bullshit. the brown people, right? He makes, oh, I'm sorry, I stepped on your bullshit. Did you say bullshit? Yeah, I did. I did. I. I yeah, that's great. Okay, good. We love oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, I'm sorry. My Say point, it again. My point is that there were tens of millions of people living in chronic economic despair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Democratic Party is not going to to get what it wants without a willingness to look at its own shadow here. This is just. This is really needs to stop. But I agree with you. There is a fearfulness in the Democratic establish in the establishment in general to go like. <laughs> Only old white guy like Joe Biden can get these racist people back in the Rust Belt states. And I thought, don't don't let Trump make us fearful of, oh, no, no, it can't be a woman because of what happened oh, to Hillary. It can't that. be a brown person because it's no, ridiculous. Yeah. But the fact that the Republicans were gobsmacked by Trump, the fact that the Democrats were gobsmacked by Bernie, the fact that the Democrats were gobsmacked by Trump just shows how blind right. the traditional political establishment is to what's really going on inside people. So right. I'm sorry, before Trump even came on this on this scene. There were tens of millions of people living in chronic economic despair that, I'm sorry, had not been addressed appropriately by the Obama administration, not even close. Why is it that it took the Republicans to pass the middle class tax cut? We could have passed that middle class tax cut. You, uh, some of your themes are, you know, obviously Bernie's. I mean, it'd be interesting running against him. You said our government and our economy are in an unholy alliance. Um, you said the government's merely a handmaiden for the new aristocracy. Uh, that's a sociopathic economic system. Um <coughs> And then I, the hopeful part, I love when you say that let's not be the first generation to wimp out on doing what it takes to get this country back on track. There is all that talk about the greatest generation. It's like I love that sort of let's us be a new greatest generation well, because we're up against one of the greatest challenges. With, I there have been many great generations. Slavery right. was followed by abolition. Mm-hmm. Uh, the suppression right. of women was followed by two major waves of feminism and the women's suffragette movement institutionalized white supremacy and segregation right. was followed by the civil rights movement. So we're, we're not the first generation to right. deal with these assaults on the underpinnings of democracy. My concern is that we not be the first generation to wimp out right. on doing what it takes to put the country back on track. Right. Um, you said another thing you said is interesting because it goes to our conversation <coughs> we were having earlier. You said a few people like me are real disruptors in the race, and I hope you will elect one of us. I think the fear-based thing on that from 2016 is that Jill Stein was seen as a disruptor, and oh, that's not what I know. I'm. Do you know I'm what very, I mean? Like, no, 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 no. I'm talking. You mean I'm a running, good disruptor? I'm running. No, I'm talking about Bernie. I'm talking about yeah. Elizabeth. I'm yeah. talking about Andrew Yang, and I'm talking about myself. Right. Right. As opposed to corporate Democrats or traditional Democrats. Right. Right. Um, so, all right, let's let's get let's return to love now. We, I don't know why I keep coming back to this. Oh. All right, so you didn't answer my question. You've never, you've never dabbled. You've never been fluid. Stephanie. You're straight. You're, I'm just asking. 
I just want to know how she... I'm just asking. I had an experience when I was young, <gasps> and it was not... Oh. It convinced me that I'm straight. Yeah. It didn't take. Yeah. She just wasn't good at didn't it. Didn't take. Give it another try. <laughs> Give it another go. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Got podcast title. That's yeah. what my ex-girlfriend said about the girl before her. Uh, <laughs> but she hadn't met me yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you are, well, you've been told you're very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. So what now, what, but you don't want to talk about, are you dating anybody or no. how is, oh, no. no? Me neither. Let's manifest it. Let's do this. Let's do it, sister. Let's use the power of the sisterhood to return to love. Let's make a miracle happen. <laughs> hmm. What? Okay. 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 I'm, we're we're okay. two or more gather. Uh, uh, listen, I wouldn't have been a good presidential wife anyway. I'm, I'm, t- it's, I'm too inappropriate. So that's fine that you and I didn't and work all out. And all the skeletons in that closet. It's a good thing we didn't work out before we even started dating. But yeah. so now, what? Skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, but all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about how do you, because it really is such a dilemma. The whole like, and I've hear, I guess a lot of people use that word, right? Manifest. How do you manifest things? Well, in your I'm life? not one of those people who thinks yeah. that the high spiritual mountaintop is your capacity to manifest your dreams. Yeah. I mean, Hitler manifests his dreams. Yeah, that's true. You know, so Ooh, we, went, we went dark there. The yeah. idea that you manifest whatever you want is not the spiritual mountaintop. The spiritual mountaintop is that love manifests through you. Yeah. You know, it's not about, spirituality is not about going out there and making something happen. Yeah. Spirituality is about allowing something to happen, which it will yeah. when your heart is centered and aligned on love. Yeah. And that applies to politics as much as it applies to anything right. else. Because whenever there is a lack of alignment with love, that leads to chaos. Yeah. So the problem with our politics is that it is disconnected from our wisdom. It yeah. is about hard, da- hard data and facts as opposed to humanitarian principles and values. Yeah. And as a consequence, it is a purveyor of chaos. You know, when you, when you are neglecting millions of, of children, yeah. this, is, this is heartless. When you have a, a, a political system that is more tuned to short-term corporate profits than to people and planet, yeah. that is heartless. When you are spending so many more of your resources on preparing for war right. and on waging peace, that is heartless. Right. And for us to recognize the spiritual malfunction right. that is at the bottom, that beneath all that corruption is important. Because if we don't, otherwise, if, if we don't see that, we're just going to water the leaves. We're not going to water the roots of our yeah. democracy. We have Ooh, to water like the roots. We have to water the roots. The roots are inside us. Right. And that is, you know, in the Jewish religion, it says, Every generation must discover God for itself. And every generation has to discover democracy for itself. You know, and that's where all jokes aside, Stephanie, that's what you light up in people, that this stuff matters. And, you know, these principles can't just be on marble walls or on parchment paper. We have to awaken to, like, this stuff has to live in us. And I do think that's happening. And I think that we all would agree that, you know, in a way... Trump yeah. woke up no, a you're lot right. of people. You're, I mean, you're right. I, I do joke a lot, but I am very, very lucky. I get to do something I love that I'm passionate about. With and you obviously love America and care about democracy that I love. and and talk about what's yeah. really happening. No? Let's talk about Oprah for a minute. Okay. All right. <laughs> so I worked for, for, for Oprah at uh, Oxygen, and I had one conversation with it with her that went like this: Oprah, because I'm, but I just was terrified of her. But you talk to her so easily, like you really are friends, and it, it, it you seem to have a real, uh, you know connection with her what 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 do you find her like as a person as a friend i think the thing with oprah is that what you see is what you get she's a very genuine person what you the person that you see on on camera is the person that she is yeah 
You know, it's funny because people use the words with women, right, about, oh, you look at all the words Tucker Carlson's throwing around, you know, whether it's the C word or, you know, oh, she's a bitch. Um, and I remember, but I remember someone saying about Oprah once, they said, well, she's not, they, someone said, is she nice? They said, well, she's not nice, but she's real and she's warm and she's, you know, and I thought it is, that's part of this conversation is how you, we talk about powerful women, right, and what, what you're I allowed. Bitches get what is this? Bitches get shit, shit done. done. <coughs> Yay, Mary Williamson swore. No, I'm, even though I'm she was quoting, reading something. I know. Well, yes. I don't care. You still did it. And that was not in relation to Oprah. By I still way. dragged right. you to my lower vibration. But she, she's a strong person that gets things done too. Yes, Oprah is. And yeah. she's certainly not. Right. What did you think with, when people were talking about her running? She, she I mean, she. I, I, I assume she never would. But well, I, I know that she says what she means, and so when she yeah. said no, I'm not interested. I knew that she. If if she said that, she wasn't teasing us. If she said that, that meant yeah. she wasn't interested. Yeah. What do you think about Dr. Phil as president? All right. Oh, never know. <laughs> Noted, Doctor of Bullshitology. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just no. trying to get you to talk shit about someone else. I, I'm sorry. I am really, I've got to work on my vibrations, Travis. Uh. Look at this. I don't, I don't, she lives in New York now. I don't have enough don't. exposure I'm, I'm, to her. As of now, I live in Des Moines, Iowa. I know. Ah, See, that's right. That's, I'm trying to the get, heartland. I'm trying to get contact love from you so that I can put it out to the world more. How do you, magical positivity. How do you find living in Des Moines? I don't know. I haven't, I'm, I just, my, she has uh, GPS. Rent, my lease, I just, did not renew my lease mm -hmm. on my apartment in New York, but that was only like four days ago. Okay, oh, okay. Wow. So, so you were right. homeless. So yeah, I'm kind of oh. like like wop, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wafting, wafting, in, between, wafting in the between universe. Between Iowa and yeah. New Hampshire. <laughs> no, I'm going today to Nevada and then to New Hampshire and okay. then for a day back to New York and then to South Carolina and yeah. then back to Iowa. That's the life of the you, candidate. You kind of surrender to a suitcase. You ca you have to. You know, yeah. don't you always think of that when you think of Marion? You don't think of her as living in a physical place, don't you? Hear like a heavenly choir and. Right, Stephanie. Yes. No one who knows you, me I feel thinks of like, me like in an entity. any of the way. No one who knows me thinks of me in any of the ways Psychic that music. you described there. Yeah. What? Nobody. No. She's a real person, you know. I think of her as I hear this music whenever I hear her name. I think of her as a spiritual entity that lives somewhere in the netherworld. Not in necessarily like like I feel like like in Terminator, like you can make yourself into different forms. You know what I mean? Like like Mercury, you could slide under a door if you needed to because of your positive, your power of positivity. Not who I am. Okay. No. Well, fine. All right. I don't know. I was trying you, to... She's a candidate. <laughs> yeah. I'm and, and, the, yeah. and the website is... Marianne2020.com. All, right. All right. Thank you for, for humoring me, for putting up with me. Don't you feel like you're my spiritual babysitter? Can, can no. I ask one more question, though? Yes, go. You said, um, uh, well, it's kind of obvious that tens of millions of people in the United, United States need to open themselves up to love. How do we get them to do that? You don't try to get them to do anything. Okay. You, you, the issue is yourself. Right. Nobody needs you to monitor somebody else's okay. progress. And also I want to point out that there's a quote, my favorite quote from Martin Luther King is where he said, you have very little morally persuasive power with people who can feel your underlying contempt. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this idea that we have that we get it, but they don't. Right. Yeah. Well, well it gives us no persuasive power because right. they can feel subconsciously yeah. our judgment because yes. it's there. Another thing I find is a lot of coastal arrogance, 
a lot of people on the coast who think, well, of course, I get it, but how are you going to convince people in, in Florida? Oh, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. well, they read the same books. They're just as smart as everybody else. It's just it's this illusion people yeah. have. And I yeah. think that is kind of what led people in the middle of the country to vote for Trump because he spoke to them, them, he didn't speak over them. They feel the condescension. They feel yeah. how patronizing we are because we are including people of faith, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is well, why I should get the nomination because my coastal elite, they then. would not feel that from me. There you go. Right. That's, I cut my coastal elite by working in my basement in a baseball cap. I'm a, I'm a woman of the people you as well. You are, yes. Stephanie. Marion Williamson, I listen, I've sent people now to your website. I'm probably cash is probably pouring in. You're probably passing the threshold. Don't you think it's your spiritual duty to find my future wife and then to perform the ceremony? Oh, I thought you were gonna say to have dinner with me. No. <laughs> you got it easy. No, I'm done hitting on you. I'm, I'm I'm sending you out into the universe to find my future wife and then you will you will do the ceremony, right? You're Aren't you ordained in some something? Yeah, I would be glad Miracles. to do your work. Yeah. I will even look for the right woman for There that. you go. See? And mm-hmm. then that will be She's a going to be doing a lot of traveling. You can write a- yeah. So, Stephanie, right? And then I'm going to write a book well, about it called That Was a Fucking Miracle. I think I got it, a wife. It goes without saying that women women all over this country and probably elsewhere are just thinking, oh, if only I could have a date with Stephanie. Oh, that's see, she put it out there in the universe. That's Marianne right. Williamson, you are a delight. Right and back you at swore you. three times because I counted. Takes one to no one. <laughs> Go to her website right now. Marianne 2020. Marianne Williamson, everybody in the house. Happy, Yay. happy hour. Thanks.